We're here in the Emerald City of Seattle. Unfortunately, one of these relationships seems not to have worked out because one was a henchman and the other made too much eye contact. Love is blind. It was a first, Vanessa it Lachey. A, it was a first, Vanessa Lachey. Two people called it. Yeah. Literally called it. Literally called it. Just said, see you later. I'm out of here. This isn't working. I've got to go eat chicken fingers with the woman I dumped because of you. I this gotta, is love is blind. I got to say. We're together, too. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Pause it for a second because I'm not going to say that yet. I will, I'll say it later on. Grab your love is blind goblet and you're going to cheers. It's a way over there. Well, get it. <laughs> get up uh, and get it. Uh, and Sissy gave us a love is blind. We're finally together. Cheers. Ow. Oh, it sounds Ooh. like a priest. Like, Ooh. oh, like Ooh. a wishbow. Ooh. Um, Riveting. Give me some dicky dicky dick. <laughs> Anyway, thank you, Sissy Candace. Say thank you, Sissy Candace. Sometimes in life, like in this episode title, I think to myself when I sit on this couch, I made a mistake. I've made a mistake. I'm kidding. I did not. This is episode six of Love is Blind. That means you're, that means you watch those first five, and now you're ready for more, you sluts. <laughs> you, just a, you're in for round two. You gaping slut. I will say... We're now these these next few episodes uh, are just going to edge us along. We're yeah. getting edged like dun dun by that boop, by that boop, same boop. Netflix sound. Don't because these like six are six and seven normally. Yeah, six and seven are edging episodes. Eight is usually a big reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're now. Not not a ton of bombshells are dropped, but no. we are starting to kind of make decisions about how compatible some of these people are. Yes. Um, so, two announcements. <laughs> we were on Kate Casey. We were on Kate Casey talking about Love is Blind. Yeah. And also, y'all, uh, they wanted to, we were going to try to do a collab, but it's our schedule. We weren't. So, we just, if you want more Love is Blind content, we want to. Bad TV. Um, we want to pimp out another Below Deck podcast. But they, they do, it's bad TV. Oh, it's called bad TV. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, uh, Dylan and Patrick, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, I don't think they're even on subscription. I think they're on their free feed. Yeah, they are. You can listen to their episodes. We love them. They're hilarious. We're hoping to do it's something It's two straight guys. So, if you're, if you're saying, enough of this faggotry. They're like, yeah, <laughs> you want, you want, you want straight men just reading someone for filth. They'll do yeah. it. They're kind of gay straight men too, because they're bitchy. Yeah. Well, that, maybe that's in my dreams. No, it's no. I get it. There's, it's just hard to tell with straight men. Like I was, I don't know if she listens to this, but Armad Jordana, she was posting on Instagram, and you know, have you seen videos or pictures of her husband, who's yeah. a doctor? He's very handsome. He's cute. But he was talking and like doing a little Instagram thing, and I was like, straight men act so gay sometimes. They do. I don't know how to tell anymore. Especially these days. I know. Butch it up, straight men. I don't want to say that, <laughs> don't actually. Don't do that. I don't want to create that binary. No, don't. You don't. You don't. 
There are sometimes where, especially on stage, I've had to tell some straight actors, especially because they're actors. I'm like, how do you appear so gay on stage? I know you're a straight man. Like Paige Davis's husband? <laughs> Patrick Page. Patrick Page. The fact that she <laughs> married a man whose last name is Page. <laughs> he isn't. He's not, he's not gay in Hadestown. No. He's talking like this. But he was Lumiere. Yeah. He, I know. He's great. But basically, but her like, name is Paige Page. That would be like somebody, you married someone whose last name was Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. James, and your name was Jake James, which sounds like a porn actor. Does. 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 Don't get ideas. Um, Y'all, it's leaving day for Mexico. We're all filming on her phones. Mm Mm-hmm. Zach and Irina are notably absent. They're absent. Why did they call Seattle the Emerald City? Because it's just so green? I guess. I don't know that. I do not know. Did they mine emerald there? Probably not. I don't know. (laughs) Well, there's volcanoes up in Washington, so maybe there's like volcanic emerald I don't think that has anything to do with anything. Because it's it's Mount St. Helens. Is it in Washington's or Oregon? It is in Mount... It is in Washington. Yes. Yes. I don't think Mount St. Helens had anything to do with emeralds. Oh, well, maybe too soon. <laughs> um, anyway, as Vanessa Lachey croakingly told us, yes, one couple has not worked out. Um, and Arena says, and I don't know really how to take this. If in a few weeks, like, Zach is still in my mind, I'll reach out. I was just so uncomfortable with him physically. And I'm like, what do you think's going to turn around? What's going to turn around? What I wanted to say, like, if in a few weeks the producers aren't calling me to yes. film segments, I'm going to reach back out. Yes, I agree. That's what I got from that. She's reprehensible. <laughs> now, what's interesting is, y'all, they filmed this all before the social media outrage. Yep. But Jake said before we started, he said, boy, Micah's trying to get that redemption at it. And I said, but she didn't know she needed redemption. I Unless think, she realized she shit the bed. I think it's part of that. I also think that her energy calmed down a lot when she wasn't competing with other women. Ah, uh, that is dead on. Yeah, I think 
Even a blind pig bottom <laughs> finds a dick. Do do what we can sniff it out. Do I like truffles? Do I do I think that it's going to be smooth sailing for her and Paul? I do not. Um I she's a tough one to figure out. She is. I should say that we re, we just because of our schedule, we are doing episode 7 after this as well. So I would say Watch episode six and seven. To make sure we don't because we're not anything. great. So make sure you yeah. watch both of those before you. I would to stop that. and watch seven. First of all, what are you doing? Because you, you should have watched, watched episode eight by now. You should have just just gone through, just ram. Don't you know through. how to do this? We should just say that if you haven't watched them all, you're doing it wrong. I agree. I totally agree. Some people watch. I, I, some people watch the episode and then go right to us. Why? I don't know. I could not <laughs> do that. I don't know. At the end of episode seven, I had to watch the first five minutes of episode eight. I know. I, 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 I'm still a little surprised when people tell me they listen to us. <laughs> that I'm always surprised at. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, why? Why? Why would you? Um, so I, I need to say this. And These, Darla said hi, by the way. Forgot. She just texted Thank you. Me. Maybe we could do the pleasantries <laughs> off the air? Well, she just had a hip surgery. So that so she's saying hi. Again. So that way. Okay. Maybe. Not necessary. Um, I need to say these apartments they're in are the nicest I think we've seen. They're cute. And there's like green spaces. Remember that awful first ones in Atlanta that looked, that was just like cookie cutter, Cold. They were terrible. The Chicago space was kind of nice. Chicago, I think I'm also combining the ones from. Why can I never remember that show? Unfiltered. Uh, ultimatum. Ultimatum. Oh, that was the worst. They were terrible. <laughs> um, the ultimatum. Dallas yes. was just blah. Yeah, this is my favorite set of apartments. I think so. They too. have a cool character. It doesn't feel ultra modern too. Why everything's no, cold. Cute. Seattle's a very pretty city. I love Seattle. We were there very briefly. Yeah. Have you been there before though? I was there. I was there for like two days one time. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> one of those trips, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Benefactor. I, I, I love the Pacific Northwest. The only problem is it never stops raining. <laughs> But it's beautiful. Yeah. Where is the next Love is Blind? Do we know? Um, someone said they were filming in Charlotte. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. We're going to get Southern girls who talk like this. I can't wait. And hot Southern boys. I can't wait till there's like 20 seasons of Love is Blind. And so they're like, Love is Blind. Temecula. Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> Temecula. Des Moines. Fuck that. <laughs> Have you ever been there? No. There's nothing that oh, goes on. No. Sorry, Des Moines cities, sissies. There's nothing that goes on. Have they done Tampa yet? No, they'll definitely do I Tampa. I feel like that'll be a good one. Just full of sluts. Miami <laughs> will be good, too. They'll you be might, so You hot. might have some gays who slip in there just to be on the yeah, show. Just to be. Miami would be good because Miami's a very... Um, they're kind of like the Mecca West Side. It's a very... Uh, just beauty-driven city. Which is the exact opposite of the show. Yeah, so yeah. having people, though, that don't know what the other person looks like. Anyway. So Zach and Bliss's date, um, they kind of finish <sighs> it up. And I like when she just asks, so how was your trip and how's your fiancé? And he's like, blink, 
not blink, not, not blink, blink, not, not blinking. Blink. Now, he's like, the one thing I wrote here is, so we didn't get a reaction to how they saw each other physically. Yeah, she just we walked in. We didn't get that. Why didn't they build a wall in the middle of this restaurant? <laughs> Production fail. <laughs> We're going to have you bring her a plate of pasta. <laughs> it's not your waiter. It's, it's your Zach. Fe- it's your bo- Oh, what did I just knock? You're off? just knocking shit off of my apartment. <laughs> Stop flailing. <laughs> so, I I said I I definitely missed a reaction. I did too. Um and she basically, acts like, well, she kind of treated me like shit. We slept on opposite sides of the bed. There was zero affection. I was over her on day two. How's your chicken parm? <laughs> You're going to eat that? Yes. He even said, I knew when I told you no one walked out of the room, I had done the wrong thing. Yeah. I, I will say <sighs> this. It would be different, I think, had they not spent so much time with each other in the pods. And getting to know each other, um, I I would if I was her, I would said go fuck yourself. But she obviously has feelings for this person. No, she doesn't have feelings. She's in love with him. I know, and and you can see that in episode seven. But and she's I think, in love with I think him. He was in love with her too. I mean, it brings up on Love Is Blind. Can you there can be two you people? be in love with two people that same? Yeah, I'm I mean, in you, love with like four people right now. Live your life by that. <laughs> But and we're about to start. I just started watching Seeking Brother Husband, and that's about polyamory and poly poly. What do they call it? I haven't watched yet. Oh, okay. Not polygamy. There's a term uh, uh, polygamy, and then there's a term specifically for when there's a woman dating other men. I oh. never heard that term before. Okay. Um, I haven't. Wa- I haven't watched yet. So, because really, when you think about it, um, when polygyny, probably not. I was thinking Jine. Maybe? Yeah. I Polygony? Br- I shouldn't brought up etymology to you because now I know. Your now I'm thinking about it. it. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Uh. So, y'all, they, uh, she basically says, they, he was talking about the birthday and the cupcakes, how sweet it was. Polyandry. Oh, okay. I looked at my notes. Sorry. And, uh, and, sh- and Bliss says, yeah, I shouldn't even worry. He might not even be cute. And Zach says, surprise, I'm not. <laughs> I will say, he's grown on me. I think he's, I can't believe, I, I would have never said this. His cluelessness, he's kind of adorable to me. There's only something that makes me pause. Yeah. I feel like if you're lying about some things, you're lying about a lot of things. Meaning, and I know it seems silly, but y'all, we've gotten your messages. We know this is the first time we've been able to dress on the podcast. Oh, yes. The song was not made up. He no. stole the song from another A group named Ludo. It's, an, it's called like Sarah. Sarah, some, Sarah Song. Song for like Sarah. That. So we completely made up the, and then lied and said, I wrote this song for you. That's true. So that now, just gives me skis vibes. I totally agree. I'm not going to go out of my way to defend this, but it could be. He said, I want to sing a song for you. And the producer said, say you wrote the song. Maybe again, I I don't want to spend. Don't go, I don't want to go out of my way. Uh oh, you're starting to defend him. You're liking Zach and his crazy hair. There's something about him that is weird, creepy, and endearing to me. Even the constant eye contact. Um, 
he even asked her, he's like, do you have a problem with my eye contact? <laughs> and she's like, no, what do you mean? He's like, well. The, the fact that I stare through you like, like one of those magic eye things. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, I is, agree, though. Something is a little more redeeming. But there's something so about him that feels like it's, it's guileless with him. Like he says stuff that he shouldn't. It's the exact opposite of some opposite of someone like Kwame, who I feel like is choosing his words extremely carefully. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I think if you, you think about think about people think about Kwame over here, and who is extremely put together. I trust Zach more than I do Kwame. Me too. But there's something about Zach, the kind of bumbling, the awkwardness. That oh, I, no. it's a hard thing, thing to fake. You're starting to get a crush on him. You know, a little. He has like a Ferris Bueller type of like quality. People are him. saying he's the Dex property brother. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's the biggest joke. That's and biggest. It's, it's very accurate. Well, they're probably tired of fucking each other. They probably want a third. <laughs> <laughs> they can, you can only take so many baths with your twin brother, y'all. Unless you're on a TLC show. Yeah. Why don't they have extreme brothers? Ooh, yikes. <laughs> Can you imagine a brother who sticks his hand up his other brother's butt or something like that? I don't think that's going to be a show. I'm pretty sure that's not going to be a show. I don't want it to be a show. So I'm not into that. Y'all, Bliss, even though she, she still wanted to give him a hard time because she is hurt. She you told can him, tell. she said, you're backtracking. You can tell she's really still into him. Oh. She wouldn't be there if she wasn't. No. And I really like her, too. I really oh, I love Bliss. like Bliss. I love Bliss. And she even says, like, um, he's like, do you think, did you imagine me, Norma? They're talking about the way they imagine what He's like, I thought you were nerdy. You sounded like a nerd. You don't look that's like my a nerd. type. You're beautiful. It's like your voice doesn't match. And it's weird because Arena said that to, to, to Zach because... Or Paul said that, or Micah said that about Paul, but it usually means they thought they had a more attractive person. I think Zach thought he had a less attractive person than Bliss. And we said this from the beginning. We think that um, the only reason Zach did not pick Bliss is he didn't think he was good enough for her. We did say that. Yeah. And he is actually, he was commenting on someone's Instagram feed. He corroborated that. Mm. He said at that point... My mind was, uh, I, I was so overwhelmed by who Bliss was, and I've had problems with insecurity. Look, do I think that what he did was unforgivable? I do not. It's not like he cheated on her. Yeah. He didn't do, I don't think he did anything like, nothing that was nefarious or that yeah. was meant to, it was that they're on this show where people have to choose, this show wants love triangles. Yeah. So... This could be a beautiful story about someone giving someone a second chance. Yeah, redemption. Yeah. No, I agree. Or it could just burn up and he could fuck it up. I'm still waiting on that. I'm here, Zach. Actually, I could not handle him. Uh, I, I, would, I would relentlessly bully him. <laughs> I can just tell you that now if I was with him. I, I would just... I would... Uh, I kind of just want to see what he looks like naked and then move on. Okay, it's time. <laughs> you haven't done this 
it's you said you needed more time. I'm putting you to oh, let's do Dick to, Patrol. To the Blarney, Blarney. I'm holding you to the Blarney, kiss Stone the Blarney Stone. Blarney Stone. It y'all. It's time for Dick Patrol. Welcome to Dick Patrol. The opinions received here are only those of Poodle. Why have we never done a Dick Patrol? Style I don't know. Right? That's what we're doing from now it's on. It's Dick Patrol, y'all. Round them up. Round up the dicks. Uh, so who we got? We got Zach. We've got Paul. We've got Kwame. We've got Brett. We've got Marshall. Marshall. Um, let's start off at um. We start off with the smallest or smallest. Doesn't mean they're not good in bed. Paul. It's pretty, though. You say Paul. Okay. I could see it being a long and skinny one. But why, why, do, you say, why do you say a smaller one? Uh, it's, a weird, it's a weird kind of nice guy politeness, but he has a little bit of straight boy confidence. And that those two things go together that says medium to fair dick. Ah, okay. Do you think it's like a good boyfriend dick? Or even not a little like It'll be fine for Micah. She's not used to being satisfied. (laughs) 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 From the guys she dates. Um, Okay, so, and by the way, too, we're not going to put this on, but we do, Poodle made a flow chart that will be posted on our social media, you've all come in ahead. Kind of an idea, it's the the way I had to explain explain things to myself, because I would forget who people were. Yeah, it's too late now, because this is all, but but still, if you want to see. So, Paul is on the lower dick tier. Yeah. Who's next? And to be clear, I don't think everyone is small. I don't think Paul is super small. No, it's just there's Uh, some... People on this show that we'll get to that have humongous dicks. Um, Second, I think, is Marshall in that spot. Okay. Yeah. It's not huge. It is nice. Um, I think he probably has good boyfriend dick. I agree. I think he probably makes love very well. I agree. Um, I think Zach is right there after that. Mm. Zach seems to me it would be bigger for a white guy. Okay. I feel like Zach could have, just based off his leg and trunk size that I've seen, yes. could be a girth attack. I would agree. Maybe. Girth shake. Yeah, my, my, like a veenie weenie, like my mm-hmm. dad used to say, but it had some girth to it. Yeah. I, I yeah. can see that. I just want to remind everybody that you paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of that cup of coffee at a nice place. <laughs> then... Uh, the next two, um, who do we have left? This is, this is, this is, this was a little bit of a crisis for me. We've got Kwame and, uh, Brett. I'm going to go Kwame next and then Brett the biggest. All right. Well, Brett, we have the evidence. That's true. We had that. That was raging huge erection. It was a bit, it was a bit of, and I think Kwame might, I don't know if it's bigger than Brett's, but Brett has the, the superior penis for what he can do with it. I just oh. know that penis is beautiful. And have we seen the way that man kisses? Yes. 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 So that is your, that is your, those are the standings. And that has been your dick patrol. Dick patrol. <laughs> May change. We'll see what it happens. It could change. 
Yeah. These opinions are up to uh, a change of the flight of fancy of Poodle Boo Yes, Bro. I'll do what I want. <laughs> that Maybe that's the title of your first memoir. I'll do what Poodle. I want. I'll do what I want. Exactly. I'll do what I want. I'll do what I want. So um, so let's jump into actual kind of coupleage. Or yeah, I was going to say anything else about... Uh, I don't think so. They they basically ended up just saying, you know, Zach the, said I I'll, didn't have plan on winning you over here, and she's like, we'll, we'll see, we'll see if um, we'll see if we're. She says basically, we'll see if it'll be a next time. She's not letting. She her words are saying we'll see, but everything else is saying Every, love me. Her her body says I saw you and you're my type, and I'm desperately. Trying to reconcile you kind of rejecting me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not in a Darcy way of I'm desperate and I want to be with a man. It's much more in a how how do I not acknowledge that I have deep feelings for you? I think I think he's okay with it too. It's kind of riveting, to yeah. be honest. Um I never thought I'd start to enjoy Zach. I did not think that. And it hit me. Somewhere this episode and the next episode. She could be your Raven. I did not think I was going to enjoy Raven. And by the end of the last season, I loved her. Remember? Yeah. You, I was kind of the same. So it happens. That is love is blind. It flips yeah. you. Um, Kwame and Chelsea. Let's start with them. All right. He's sitting there. He's like, three weeks ago, I was in my boxers playing Xbox. And now I'm here. I'm full on adulting. Don't know if that's your best argument. <laughs> no. Um, And the thing about... One of the reasons I feel like I'm worried for this match, and I think it's just the way Chelsea expresses affection, she's really, she is always dropping things that sound extremely sincere in the moment, and it's not Kwame's way of communicating. No, that's true. And, like, that's when he calls it, oh, you're always doing those lifetime, home is where I'm with you. He's like, oh, you're doing those, like, lifetime quotes. And... And I think, like, to me, I don't like it when people say that kind of stuff to me because I wonder about the sincerity of it. I think she's being sincere. No, I, well, before, I don't think I would, now I would wonder about it. But before, I loved it when people said that. I totally believed it. I was Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I was, I was, bo- I came out of the womb going, wah, wah. I don't believe you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you're unzipping your. Th- Are you uncomfortable now? Are you hot? I'm fine. Do you need to go get your shawl? I don't tell. Don't tell me what I do. Oh God. So y'all, there's a lot of them talking about cleaning duties, all this kind of stuff, and like loading the dishwasher. Dishes, blah, blah. And I want to. I want to say to them both, children, you have much bigger problems than this. Much bigger problems. They end up going to see her place. And her place is cute, and Kwame's like, "There's a lot of pink, a lot of pink." And she there says, is word art there, not a lot. It's not awful. But she says, "Well, after I broke up with my ex, I got this apartment, and he was very controlling about what how I decorated." Yeah. And this apartment's been a really healing space for me. And Kwame says, "I'm cool with that." I, he was like, "I guess I'll shut up about the like, pink." <laughs> what do I say? I guess we're gonna have pink in our apartment, <laughs> y'all. There is a lot of pink, and. Do I think that is love a lovely pink. thing? Yes. Um, I th- I think Chelsea's a pretty reasonable person. Oh yeah. I think you could even if even if he said think when you say things like that, it 
I I I call bullshit. There's a part of me that calls bullshit, and I think if he 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 said that to her, um, instead of making a comment about it, it could have it could have been it could have went better for him. Because I, I think she's extremely reasonable, but you can't be you can't be sarcastic with her, and you can't be flip. You can't be flip, but I also think that reason is her Achilles heel. I think yeah. that's what's gonna t- because she will she will use logic to explain anything, Oof. and actually Kwame is all emotion. He doesn't want to admit that, but yeah. everything is inside him is emotional. <clears throat> he doesn't like to show it though. So. She basically says, Chelsea says, I constantly face, this was, she's like, I spent a lot of lonely nights. I constantly FaceTime my friends when I eat dinner. I get annoyed when people FaceTime me and they're eating. I don't want anyone to watch me eat. I don't want to FaceTime <laughs> and watch we, me eat. We have talked about that I don't want to be on camera eating no, or so even or when I'm on Zoom, eating. I'm watching myself eat. I don't enjoy it. No, no. I'm the same way. I would rather never be filmed. I'd rather people think I don't eat and that I don't poop. Because <laughs> I will never be filmed doing either. Well. Ever. I don't know. Except for that God one time in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> the money was too good, y'all. <laughs> and I'll let you guess. It wasn't and I was And I was told it would only be distributed in Greenland. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was not eating. Uh, so, that... I, I wrote a yikes after that because I'm worried that that the the motivation to find someone was so there would be one of the highest motivations was so there'd be no more loneliness. Yeah. And yeah, that is one of the motivations, but it seems really high up on her list. It does. And yeah. maybe think I actually like to eat and just Eat in silence. And yeah. Like take- I, I did. I did write down too. God, I am very worried if he breaks her heart. She'll be okay, <laughs> but I'm worried for that too. Didn't go good. Didn't go. So, do you want to? Uh, well, no, they don't. There's more. Isn't yeah, there's more. No, that's it. No, no. is it? Is there not? Th- more? That's it for them. No, no, no. They are changing. They're getting ready to meet the parents. That's Where the end. Is of, that the end of the episode, very last of the episode. Oh, really? Yeah, remember he's like walking around. Basically, they are chained. They're getting ready to meet her dad. I thought that he, was the next episode. No, and oh. she said he says they're walking around, and he kind of says, "I feel like your anxiety is becoming my anxiety." Remember, because that's how the episode ended. The doorbell rang, and dad was there, and then we moved on to the next episode. How did I not write this down? It was there. Were you getting banged then? <sighs> Oh, you're right. Never mind. I, it, you're exactly right. I I put this in a different place. That's Thank fine. You. Thank you. So, what, I'm going to ask a question. Yeah. When, when she says, he says, your anxiety is becoming my anxiety. She says, welcome to marriage. I think that's true. I think You're that, going to share that. Yeah, I think you do share those. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks. Um, I agree. Now... Do you have to take that on, and is that your responsibility? Yeah. Now, is it your responsibility to to eat or to ease or fix someone else's no. your partner's anxiety? It's not. But you're going to naturally. But do I it. do think, as a partner, when you choose to marry someone, especially, it is part of I want to be there for you in your right. in your anxieties. Agree. So Chelsea says I didn't share too many details with my dad. And Kwame even says, like, what's his name? She's like, Charlie. And you, Charlie says, oh, the same day as my, same name as my dad. They're like, oh, my God, we're the same person. But that's very poetic because you see, like, probably his dad isn't going to have a good time with this. No. And we, we do hear from his mom later on. Yes. Too. And so do you think it's helpful I was in watching this? If you know Kwame, who is, he has said, couldn't meet his other exes family or go to prom because they were white and he was black yes. so this is already triggering for him and like something he's been through before this is the guy who almost used another name his other name because he didn't want to like kind of lead in the pod with a black name mm-hmm. do not that chelsea did anything bad but more of like she really kind of i feel like she does kind of just she keeps it very real but she's like yeah he doesn't really know much don't know how this is going to be. It almost like it, she doesn't make him feel better at it, all about meeting it him. It felt produce, producer initiated to me. Ah, uh, making it bigger. Because he was re- I just was kind of like maybe it's better for you to just to say talk about your relationship with your dad like my dad's relationship we have this and this and that. Yeah. Not what he's going to say or what he's going to do about you. 100% agree with you. It felt to me that they told her to put the fear into him here. Because it, it felt out of her character. It did. To, yeah. It felt out of her character, and it just felt like you're setting him up to fail. Because she is much more affirmative with him than he normally is with her. Yeah. And that's why that it felt it felt producer-initiated. Although he did say, then, but maybe it's just parts of Chelsea we haven't seen. Because she said, he's, Kwame said, just tell your truth. And the more you calm, the more you calm down, the more I'll be calm. And Kwame said, uh, he he. Kwame said, "You." Uh, she's like, "Oh, that's a good Kwame lecture." Kwame lecture. And Kwame follows that with, "Will you give lectures way more?" And yeah, the way he said it was as oh, he didn't like it. This was this got nasty real quick from both of them. From both of them. Yeah. And then where you see like, and then Kwame says again, "But I'm the one that has to do the impressing." And Chelsea says, "No, we're both doing." I would out argue that, yeah, you have to do the impressing, but the person that has to deal with the collateral damage is the person. Yeah. Mother Poodle's not going to be mad at the guy that you bring home who has big earrings and the things that droop down in his ears and no. has his eyebrow pierced. No. She's going to be nice as pie to him, but when that guy named Jayton who leaves, she's going to say, <laughs> God, Chamber, what the hell are you thinking? And you're going to hear it. That's true. 
What are bad things in his ears? And Father Poodle goes, Who like, is that? Friend, he can't get a job like that with his ears, friend. What's he going to do for work, friend? Friend, maybe I'll get one of those neck tattoos, friend. What's he going to do with that neck tattoo, friend? <laughs> Jaybird, I can't even take him to church. What am I supposed to? What's your, oh, God, your Aunt Jane was right. She's going to love this, Jaybird. What's Aunt Jane going to say? But so seriously, I think this both, it's like they, they, they both, so I, I can see where you're saying it's producer initiative, or maybe we just haven't been shown that they both kind of aren't meeting the other person. Yeah, maybe. it felt like that. Maybe she's getting a really good edit. Yeah. Um, true. Again, exhibit A, Shane. Y'all, as we said on our perfect match by Curious, we still don't know how those producers pulled the rabbit out of that hat to give Shane a really good edit. We do not Because he's, he's a mess on a perfect match. And that Back Curious just aired actually on Wednesday. You can I will that. say, or I third, don't really yeah. feel like we fucked up because it was a consensus for everyone who watched oh, that yes. season that out of the pods, Shane became a more considerate, easier person, but they only got him at the best time. Natalie has gone on the record to say that. I wonder if she'll talk. She has a podcast now, Love is Blind Podcast. It's called Out of the Pods Pods. with her and Deep D. So good luck to them. I don't know if it's Netflix. We wish them the best. I don't think it's a Netflix pod. No. No. I like Natalie. I really like Natalie. I I like Natalie. I don't want to deal with Deep (laughs) D. I don't dislike her. She just is thirsty. I know. If they wanted us to be on the show, I'd do it. Of course. Of course. Would Um, you have them on our show? Matt, my, <laughs> Matt, uh, Micah and Paul, my show, our show, our show. Um, so they're just kind of talking and they're talk. they're kind of sitting down talking about that haircut did him well. It, it really did. He looks I, so much I better. I also like him with a little bit more hair on his face. Yes. Yeah. He, he gets cuter to me. And actually I will say he gets a lot cuter when he wears glasses. Oh, I loved his glasses cuter, look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He still, to me, he still looks like a, a early 20s to me. He looks so young. Yeah. I think she's going to eat his lunch. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that, that, like, he's, the fact that he would try to like, think he has any hand in the relationship, I think. No control at all. Yeah. So they're talking about Arena, and he's like, so Arena has an attraction to you. And Paul's like, well, at the pool party, she was kind of handsy. Basically, she tried to jerk me off. She didn't say jerk- that. Now, but- we didn't see this, right? Because Micah says, before we got on the plane, Arena came up to me to let me know that she has an attraction to you. We did not see that. I don't remember it. So, we she, did, she did do a talking head about it talking but we did not see right. that interaction kind of a fail of production but also it sounds like she did it when there wasn't production around yeah. so that's why Micah is bringing this up and, and at first I thought Micah was going to blame because Micah says was there more that went on that I don't know about and I went are you seriously going to blame him for this well she didn't she uh, didn't and, but then she said if there's no attraction then this is between her and me and Ooh. uh and they were talking about they both feel bad for Zach, and they both realized that Zach was a punching bag made by Irina. Because so yes. this is this is the first kind of cracks between Micah. We, it's been cracks before. The 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 crevasse has been enlarged. That sounds sexual, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh well. That's what they called you in college. There goes the crevasse. Hi, boy. You never come back, 
boys. <laughs> Woo! Ow! <laughs> Spelunk me. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Someone, someone. <laughs> Spelunk me. Someone sent me a, it was DocuSweeties when I were talking about getting fucked and converting to Islam. Oh, wow. I sent it to you. <laughs> I said, I'm sick, but always toward Mecca. <laughs> She's like, you're going straight to jail. <laughs> Are they doing Love is Blind? I don't know. I don't know. We should ask them. I mean, it's technically like a kind of a docu-series. Yeah. We love them. So. I can't get comfortable today. Am I you? Paul keeps saying, I feel very secure in our relationship. And Micah gives it the curse by saying, I don't think there's anything that would break us. And then, then he says, Paul's like, what do you want to do tonight? And Micah's like, I think the answer is obvious. I gotta use that line. You have. Hon- honestly, th- he, for me, he you would say, never, "What do you want to?" <laughs> you wouldn't even let him get it out. You just I would have pounced upon him the bar yes. and just shoved your ass in his face. <laughs> I would have. I would have leapt upon him like predator, <laughs> like, like peanut butter coming out of a factory spout in a jar, <laughs> just <laughs> suctioned onto his lips. I would have, I would have already <laughs> devoured him. Mm. Uh, their next section, he's bringing her morning coffee, and he says that waking up to Maya as Micah is great because the this is this is the morning morning after when both of them they, have freshly they, they fucked. fucked. Now they and, seem to be flirty and touchy, and she even seems way more that's like thing. excited to see and him. That's why that's why that I was telling you before that it came to me. I'm like. Because there aren't women to compete You're with. You're 100% right. She's a lot more relaxed. And she can actually kind of see what's around her. And they... I'm going to say something I didn't think I was going to say. Yeah. They could work. I I actually agree with you. She He said that I like that she does... He literally said... Didn't know a lot of people like this. But he literally said, I love that we don't have deep conversations. <laughs> he said that. He basically said he liked that she's a little more surface. And she probably loves that, like, he's... Because she's not dumb at all. No. But I don't think she wants to deal she's with actually, all of, like... She's actually very intelligent. Very intelligent. But y'all, she's never going to have to set up a modem again. No. Nope. She's never... Like, household stuff. She's never going to have to worry, probably, about, like... He probably does I, a lot of that. I think they could work. It's. I don't think that'll last for very long. I don't think it's built on a lot. It's interesting. Of uh, you notice that in episode seven, yeah, like when they talk about what they like about one another. Yeah. Trust me, y'all. We meet his mother in episode seven, and w- it all a, a makes lot, sense. a lot is explained. A lot is explained <laughs> and makes sense. Yeah. So she's, but for right now, she said she feels great about the physical connection. Last she's, night you were moaning. Yeah, got a bit tape on your mouth. Ooh, I'm like, girl. Give me some secrets. She's going to meet with Marina tonight. She's nervous about it. And Paul's going to go see Zach. And I think that's, was that it for them? I think so. Yeah. Do we want to talk about their conversation or no? Their conversation. Arena and, or when do you want to talk about Oh, that? I guess we could do that. We could no, actually do, do Paul do? and Zach and Arena and oh, same okay. time. I like that. Let's do Paul and Zach. Oh, yeah, and then we'll talk about Tiffany and I'd Brett. like to do Paul and Tiffany Zach. Tiffany and Brett! Oh. So, so Zach says, so what is it about Micah that you love? And this, this was really interesting. He says, well, 
I think it's her perspective. Life is chaos, <laughs> and we have to make the best of what we're dealt. And he's, she's not over-analytic. Yeah. Meaning, y'all, she doesn't think too much. And I will say, that can be very liberating. Um, to someone who's always in their head. To someone who's always in their head. I don't know if it lasts, but who, who am I to criticize? <laughs> I don't know. It depends. Yeah. who He also says, like... Um, she asked me, like, I leave the room, she comes back, and she'll ask me, did you miss me? Yeah, she needs Whereas information. I'm like, whoop, whoop, alert, alert. And he's like, I like that. I like that, you know, that she needs this. I hate that. Yeah, we're aware. <laughs> we're aware. I, when someone said, I'm like, no, I enjoyed that time by myself. <laughs> Didn't have your manic energy in here. Wow. So they 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 talked about then Zach basically says they talk about bliss and then the chemistry they had when they were in person she's the total package and and Zach even says if you want marriage you're going to have to pick someone and this is such a the way Zach thinks is very you see why they're friends non-human <laughs> Well, you see why they're friends. They're both yes. actually super over because over analytical. Because what he said actually, it's a smart. When he said it, I went, "Huh, that's actually not a bad point." And he says, "What? What is the cost?" He's thinking of opportunity cost. What is the cost of continually waiting for the next person or continually trading, trying to trade up? Because it's you know I've heard that um, I don't even remember where I read this. It was NPR something years ago. But it was just an article talking about how, like, companion happiness, is it sometimes people that are from smaller towns that have a smaller pool of people that kind of have to just, and this is what online dating has changed, Yeah, is yes, people might have just settled, but at the same time, they weren't weren't overwhelmed with choices and didn't feel like the grass was always green. I've, I've read the same things. Yeah. Like, I'm happy where I am. I'm happy. This is who I chose, and I'm going to be happy with that. Online dating has given us a too big of a sample So to make choices. Maybe you should do that. The next guy you date. You're Move just, to a small town. You're just happy that he's that guy, and you don't need to be with anybody else, poodle. You just say, this is it. I, I've been reevaluating, the, and I've said this on one podcast, what we think we what we think we want and what we need is a big difference. That I've been reevaluating and that a and lot, a lot of last year. what we need. It's kind of like when Tiffany said, "I would never dated a man without a college degree," and then she thought she met Brett, and she's like, "Maybe that's limiting." I would have said that. Yeah, I probably would. If someone said, "Oh, I didn't go to college," I would go, "I'm not going to go on a date with you." I think. I think I would have – I think it would have taken me some more time. We would, we would need to be – we would need to be on par with, it, with each other intellectually because some people are just smart without going to college. Yeah. You know, um, I know someone who did not go to college, and I guarantee you he's read three times as many books as I have. College is not for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Also – Reality gay is against college since the year 2000. If, if he had a big dick, <laughs> you would see it yeah. out more, too. Yeah. But no, that's... I'm, no, but let me just say, y'all, don't, I'm not telling anyone not to go to college. I spent a long time in higher education. It's not for everyone. Yeah. But yeah. it is for some. Yeah. It was definitely for me. 
Shout out to our sissy moms out there and dads, because I have my goddaughter. Y'all, we get it. If your child is waiting for those letters to get into college right now, Oof. you're stressed right now. So I'm, I, we're sending you, sending you the love. Keep going. And hoping that safety school is still golden. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, I just want to say one thing, last thing. Zach said, I want someone on my side who's going to help me change the world. Yeah, I fell, fell from a little bit there. <sighs> Brad and Tiffany. Actually, sorry, Micah and Arena. Micah and Arena. Okay. Hi, you crazy bitch. Hi. Hey. How was Mexico? Wasn't it great? I had so much fun. You look great. How's wedding planning? It's great. And like... Y'all, she starts, Mecca just starts in. So um, it's hard for me to like wrap my head around the fact that you were, you were my friend and you were going behind my back and flirting with my fiance. Irina doesn't miss a beat. No. <laughs> she just keeps sipping on a drink and she's like, <laughs> she says it like, like Micah said, hey, were we going to meet at Burger King? Because I went to Burger King first and I didn't know we were coming here to Wendy's. She has... Zero regrets. It's it's like she just went. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like it's completely, just like not at all that she threw herself at her fiance. Yeah. And she even says, "How do you think it makes me, makes me feel to hear him say that you were being touchy feely with him in the pool?" Arena says, "You know, I really appreciate you saying that." And and I'm like, "What do you mean you appreciate it?" Then. Then Micah drops the gauntlet down. And I wrote this down. This is verbatim. I was your lifeline to these girls. You had no one to talk to but me. I stuck up for you. That, and I said, that's my bitch. She's a good person. I never left your side. It wasn't that um, dramatic. It was way more like this. So like I was here like lifeline. Like, I agree. I was like the person like that put like these like, girls like, in like, like. But that was the message. That was. But I. It's. But it's interesting though how people aren't registering messages when people don't know. I how agree. To use intonation. Yeah. Everything is here and it's but just she, right here and then yeah. She like, and then she said, "How do you think that makes me feel when I was the one that stuck up for you?" But just this is y'all. This is what this is Micah. She, when she needs to cut down to brass tacks, she does. She literally says, I was your lifeline. You had no one to talk to. No one liked you but me. She was like, she even kind of gave, she was like, was I the big fool? Was this a misunderstanding? Oh, that- well played. Well played. Well played. I, oh. I don't necessarily like her. I do respect Micah. <laughs> oh, she is perfect match. I know. <laughs> Great on that show. And so Arena's like, well, I really appreciate that. And she was like, well, I was more attractive. And I Micah, feel so icky. And Micah said, like, <clears throat> should I question something? It made me feel so uh, caught off guard. She's like, I don't want, she's like, but I don't want to have a friend that's giving me doubt. And then she kind of says, Arena's trying to talk. And she says, you know, it doesn't really matter because I could literally give a fuck because he's not interested. And you see Arena. <laughs> oh, the eyes. That's the only time she cracked. Y'all, there there was a moment with her eyes where she kind of went. It's like some. It's like someone slapped her in the face. Yes, it, it was, was. I gasped. It was great. And and when she said, "Because I know he's not interested," and Arena went, "Yeah," <laughs> she almost like looked at the camera. Yes, it was like like to the you, side. Like yes, did she just 
say that? <laughs> and she, and so Mike is like, you know, it's our friendship. And Arena says, well, you know, I know he would never make a move. And, and Mike is like, yeah, he wouldn't. Did you hear her say, well, like, does Paul want to sit down with me or, uh, or anything? Like, does Paul want to see me? And she's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will say this. I love the way this, she just set this bitch in line. Oh, it was. She did it in a nice way, but I guarantee you, Micah will never hang out with her again as Absolutely long as not. she's with Paul. Y'all, this, this, took, this kind of behavior from a woman takes years and years to hone in. This is checking friend after friend after friend till you are HBIC of any friend group you're in. And they all want to be, and they all want to hold you up and carry you on their shoulders. And that's sorry, why- you never got there. I know you wanted that. I did. <laughs> it, it's Honestly, like- if I was a woman, I'd be Micah. I, I, I would not have to be. If I looked, if I looked like her, I probably wouldn't have to work that hard in my life. It, it's almost like Tina Fey wrote their script. Yes, it. You, it was just classic. Classless. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of how it ends. <clears throat> you know, because that's the way Love is Blinded. It isn't I was aghast. I was aghast. Shall we talk about... Tiffany and Brett. Ah! Well, here's one thing I need to say. You know, they don't got problems. <laughs> it's No. It's fine. The, the thing about it is, he's shirtless, and they're talking about water... Ooh. Water on the floor, and uh, and she's like, "My attention's on you," and he's like, "I'm I'm very happy here." They're meeting her friends, Jennifer and Christy. Jennifer okay, Christy, and then Brie or Bray. I didn't even see that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but y'all, these friends are literally gooshing themselves over Brett. They, well done. They are, but at the same time, they. But it's also because. Brett says, "Well, out of everyone in the pod, I feel like she wanted me to best be the best version of myself." No, he's killing it, and but it's not from a cheesy place. He's an authentic place. Now he's from an authentic place. Now he said she did take a nap, and we find out that y'all Tiffany falls asleep everywhere. Yes, that's what she's known for. Even one, what did she say? Her sleepy Cinderella. She put in her phone yeah. or something like that. So she said. And don't take it personal if she falls asleep on you. It's happened to all of us. And y'all, she had had a bunch to drink, too. Probably. Um, that's all I've got about them. Uh, he just said, he said this beautiful line. He said, when the doors opened, he said, it's like I had tunnel vision. I didn't see anything Ooh. except for her. And he said, and I went, this girl is gorgeous. How could someone who's so gorgeous on the inside be so gorgeous on the no, outside? No, it's really sweet. <laughs> Yeah, they're y'all. They're gonna be fine. If they're uh, if they're not fine, I'm gonna kill a bitch. Red makes me want to believe in love again, and if this doesn't work out, then no. Why don't you hold your horses on that? Um, Jackie and uh, Marshall, just a little bit. Lava lamp. Uh, <laughs> yes, she wants to bring her lava lamp. Um, Marshall says he. I told my parents and my family. They're thrilled, and they were on the moon. Jackie says I told my parents, and they were shocked. And Marshall said, do you think they will meet me? Jackie's like, I think so. The amount of details that maybe Marshall knows more, 
But the amount of details that are being withheld from Not us, the lot. audience, is extreme, and it gives me a lot of anxiety. I my gut says this is going off next episode too, but she's gonna get cold feet. I'm 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 worried she's about that. No. Then if she gets there, I don't know if we'll get there, y'all. Then she said, you know, my dad's great, but my mom's dot, 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 like me. And we know that her, she said her mom was really strict on her. Yeah. Um, cut to the next morning. He's making pancakes for her. And look, he made pancakes homemade. He made a compote. Bitch made a compote. And then what kind of syrup did he use, Poodle? I am so glad you said something. What I was incensed. This is some this is some bargain basement b- fucking Revco syrup that you from Ralph's. You you sullied your pancakes with garbage syrup. No maple syrup. You got to put maple syrup on this. If you spend all that time when you tra- when you taste horrible <sighs> terrible pancake syrup and you taste maple syrup you'll go i i'm gonna get i'm gonna get blowback from this people will say love pancake syrup for life your palate's crap sorry (laughs) once you stick with maple syrup you can't go back i know it's way more expensive i don't care but you love yourself (laughs) love yourself you kind of can't go back on it i i'm there there is there is there is no gray area here there's maple syrup and chemicals. That's it. <laughs> How about if, if, if breakfast? Would you like maple syrup or chemicals on your pancakes? If you work at the Mrs. Butterworth's factory, we're sorry. I'm not backing down on this. If you work for Hungry Jack, we're sorry. Yeah. No, this is. I'm not. I'm. What's you, so you were you were upset by it too? I see. I mean, when I was a kid, we didn't have maple syrup. We we actually had. We had honey. We had people who made honey with bees, and sometimes. Mm. But my mother, um, my mother thought pancake syrup was awful, so she bought it and would would only let us have a little bit. But we could get a little bit, and then they started making like the sugar free kind, which is terrible. Awful. But my mother bought that chemicals. She made us drink that chemicals. It literally is just it's it even tastes like chemicals. Awful. All right, I knew you needed to get that. So he makes, but she she says, y'all, he had I'm, powdered sugar and everything. I know, and she said, he just, I sat down and he had already made a plate for me. I've never had that. I think this is going to be some of the same Zach issues where she doesn't think she's going to start to believe she's not good enough for him. You, you have to be taught how to receive love. You have that to be carefully main, taught. That is the main job of your caregiver, your parents. What literally they Models. teach you, they model how to receive love, and and now I'm talking about their relationship, but like a parent giving you love. Yeah. And if her mother and father were so strict on her, maybe they weren't very lo- yeah loving or affirming well. at all. Yeah. I think. Well, I'm more. It's to like say when about I said, "I love episode. you, mom." Caught Jaybird. What do you want? Oh, I know your mother. She didn't do that. No, she didn't. I bet she went. My, 
I love you too. Wish she'd say that a little bit more. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. Now that I, she would I, say. I will say, I will say, I was told that I was loved as a child. You told me your mother never shut up from telling you that she loved you. But it was you. the other way. It's like, do you love me? She had to ask. She she needed affirm. She needed affirmation that I loved her. She was like a Micah. You walk out of the room. You still yes. love me, Jay Bird. <laughs> You love me more than you came in the room. You'll you love never, me more than you'll never, you'll never know how much I love you, Jay Bird. I kill for you. My mother told me that. I, I even said to my mom, I said, but what if I actually killed someone? Like, it was my fault, mom. Like, I did it. She said, I'm getting you to Mexico. <laughs> You're not going in there, honey. You'll, and then she followed that up with, that's a mother's love. Wow. That's the show. That's the show. Y'all. So if y'all, if, if you ever, if, if Manny's ever gone. <laughs> if uh, I take a month long trip to Mexico or just an unspecified place, I did some bad, y'all. Yes. Did some bad. All right, everybody. That's the show. You know the deal. Go to realitygates.com. That's where you can find all of our stuff. Thank you for joining on our Reality Gates Plus. Um, and listen. Welcome. To, welcome. You're going to get classless. That's our. Old classic episodes of 90 Day Fiance. And if you're new, new to us, though, you did the Buy Curious that comes out once a month. That is on a $5 tier. Yes. So you're getting that as well. And you're getting and usually all the binge, all the quick binges we do are on the $5 level. Classless and the Buy Curious monthly Buy Curious episode. You can listen to old Perfect episodes match. of uh, Bling Empire yep. if you want. It's all in there in Reality Gaze Plus. So. Sexy Beasts. Sexy Beasts, anyone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, we did selling sunset on the five selling sunset to five dollar tier show. Yeah. So you can you can do that as well, y'all. All right, y'all. Oh, we're gonna jump into episode seven, but in but until then, we want you to remember what's the ultimate question in life, poodle? Don't fucking use pancake syrup. <sighs> but after that, ask yourself: Is love blind? Love is blind. It's reality gaze presenting. Love is blind. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.